spotted Dan and Blair exiting St. Ambrose with Espresso Dobier for two. But we hear it's not the caffeine that's got them talking a mile a minute. It's a mission. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched the mid-season finale, episode 11 of season four, The Townie, original air date, December 6th, 2010, written by Amanda Lasher and Stephanie Savage, directed by Joe Lazarov. Blair and Dan join forces to track down an MIA Juliet. Chuck begins to suspect Lily isn't telling the full truth. I mean, that's the summary. We're going to get into the whole shebanga. That is just a taste. Just a, the, the like, like you, you dipped your spoon just the tip, just like the littlest, and you can't even barely, but you know something's there. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, very weak summary. So we're going to sum it all up for you. Before we do, my glass full of gossip tonight is titled Cornwall's Finest. Oh. And I originally wanted to get the green drink from Starbucks because Google telling me that Cornwall is known for their green pastures. They're called the greenest town in Connecticut. So I see where you're going with the green drink. I was drink. going with green and I wanted to get the green drink, which is an iced matcha latte. Oh. And I couldn't get it into Starbucks. I'm so mad. <laughs> she just lost her neck. I, I lost my neck. <laughs> second week in a row. Losing my neck. Um, so I went with the second best choice, another green drink, the Kiwi Refresher. This was delicious. It was really good. I have not tried it before. I'm always the uh, a sucker for the dragon fruit. And then I make it the pink drink with the coconut milk in it. It's so good. I mean, I only get the fancy cold drinks when you bring them to me. I know. I, I only I get hot coffee. I contemplated putting milk in it, but she, you know, when you go and you, they they caught you off, catch you off guard. It's like at the nail place. Yeah. What color? <laughs> and you this panic. One, this one. You panic. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And that's my first choice. All right. So let's refresh our memories on the three gossip boards. Yes. Motive. Home memories okay so motive you like nailed all of the predictions last thank week thank you so much so were you surprised then watching since you did so well um i think it was well 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 i did not see damien coming no who could have and i didn't see the whole lily situation no also like we knew couldn't. she was involved but i didn't think this way yeah and you know what? And we kind of talked about it, but we both predicted, because you were kind of watching as a newbie as well, that Ben was kind of framed. Yeah. He was. It's the only thing that would make sense for Juliet and him to have this vendetta out for Serena or the Vanderwoodsons. But it was mainly Serena. Like, this is Serena. We need to take her out. Well, it just seems like she signed the affidavit, which her signature was there. And then for a split sec, I was like, oh, my God, it was Damien. Maybe he was jealous. Yeah, that's how they made it seem. They when we did. Saw him. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so the episode begins with Pear. We have shipped them Pear, guys. My new favorite ship yeah. of the whole series. In the Discord, we were chatting, what should we call them? As you guys know, we call Dan Padge, so we needed to find a happy medium, so we decided on Pear. And from now on, I would love it if you, when you guys send questions and comments, if you literally just throw a Pear in there. 
I don't even need you to tell me. I, I know who it is. That's the, the emoji ship. for this episode. Oh, that's it. It's already pear. send it. Yes. Send them all now. Yeah. All the pairs. Yeah. So they're discussing trying to figure out what Juliet's motive could possibly be for taking down Serena. They don't understand why she would go as so far to drug her and um, they don't know what she's up to. So Blair thinks her motive is retribution for something that they just don't know about yet. And so they go to see Serena at Ostroff to maybe get a better idea of what's been going on. But when they get there, Eric tells them Serena is going to be on a 72-hour temporary hold, a type of program for treatment, and she can't have contact with anyone, and she can't have her phone. And he's like, go. This is good for my sister, regardless of what you're saying, because they're trying to explain that this was all set up by Juliet, and he doesn't care. He says, just go. My sister needs the help she's finally getting. And I'm like, valid. Totally Valid. valid. Yeah. So Dan and Blair go back to the Waldorfs to discuss how they're going to figure out the truth about Juliet, how they're even going to find her because now she's gone from the city. And so they're throwing around all these ideas. Dan immediately says, let's tell my parents because they'll get Juliet in trouble because she drugged a person without her consent. And after they discuss, Dan decides, hey, let's contact gossip girl the all-knowing entity and see if she has any information (laughs) what why would gossip girl just be like yeah here's my info or here's info on this person how would you know specifically that gossip girl would have any type of information on juliet Hmm. so yeah juliet i'm sorry juliet gossip girl comes through finally with an address in cornwall connecticut didn't it say find the bitch find the bitch yeah. So Gossip Girl has uh, kind of like, I thought Gossip Girl was kind of unbiased and judged everyone. Yes, but I think as Dan was saying, Blair and Serena are her people. So Gossip Girl is going to take the side of her people versus Juliet. So they would be more inclined to help Julie, uh, Blair and Dan because they're trying to help out Serena. But you slander all the time. All the time. But I guess because you're in the same class and world. Right. It's kind of like when uh, Juliet was trying to frame Serena for trying to get into Hamilton House against Blair's uh, behind Blair's back. And they used Gossip Girl again to trick Juliet to thinking they were fighting. When they really weren't. True. So Gossip Girl, weirdly enough, has Blair and Serena's best interest, or at least has their back in a shitty situation. When it really gets down to it. When it comes down to it. Like, it's kind of like a sibling. Like, I can make fun of them, but you can't. Yeah. It's exactly how it is. And so she comes through and gives them this address. So they head head out on a road trip in Rufus's, like, really tiny old school collector's item car. And they pull up to this, like, mini mansion, gorgeous, and they immediately believe Juliet to be rich, and it's messed up that she was lying that she was poor. And so they head inside, and they find all of these college kids partying, doing whatever, and they don't understand why Gossip Girl would even send them here. It's obvious that Juliet doesn't live here, and she's not there. And so Blair says, well, let's just look for any type of clue. And the first clue is Damien Dalgard is there. What? What? This was so good. 
I remember screaming like, what? Damien Dalgard? What a great callback. What a great callback. This is so this good. This is really, really, really creative and good. I yeah, like Yeah, because as we remember, Damien went to boarding school with Serena. Yes. And now Blair's putting the pieces together. Hey, didn't you go to boarding school in this town, nightly boarding school, whatever it's called, um, in Cornwall. This is how this is where Serena went when she wasn't at Constance. So now it's like, oh shit, all the pieces are coming together. So they kind of reconnect and Damien admits that he's working this party. It's spring break. And Dan asks him if he knows Juliet. And he says, yeah, I know her. She's a townie. So immediately you think maybe she went to the boarding school, but it doesn't seem that way because he would have really known her. Right. Um, But he just knows her from the town. I guess like the party scene, same age. And he says a few weeks ago, she hit him up in the city asking him for all these different types of drugs. And now Blair and Dan are filling him in on, well, she used those drugs to drug Serena. And he's like, not my Serena. Yeah. So that's not okay. They use like a modern day roofie on her. And he just assumed Juliet was throwing some like sorority party. He didn't know she was going to use it all pretty much on just one little person. Like imagine being Damien and finding this out. Be like, so my up. whole world is so small right now. Right? So, so God, small. What's wrong with me? How do I get out? Uh, so he suggests, let's go find Juliet's house and see if we can figure out anything else. So they all get into Rufus's car, but Juliet is pulling up somewhere, I guess, in the area and sees them. So now she knows that they're on to her, which everyone in the chat was like, no, don't let her find out. And it's like, at this point, she's screwed anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. They all arrive at Juliet's mom's house and they state they're friends from Columbia and they'll just wait for her to return if that's okay. So Damien's mom, uh, Damien's mom, Juliet's mom's so sweet. She's making them tea and asking them how exactly do they know Juliet. And Damien mentions that he knew Juliet from his time at boarding school in the area. And so the mother admits, oh, you must know my son, Ben, then. And Damien's like, I didn't know a Ben Sharp. And she's like, oh, his last name is Donovan, like my first husband. What? And he's like, shit. And so as the mom is in the kitchen, Blair and Dan are like, do you know Ben Donovan? And he says, yes, but I didn't know it was Juliet's brother. And he got uh, fired because he had an affair with a student and everyone believed it to be Serena. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny how the mom, she then comes in with tea and cookies and Blair's like, we can't stay I know. But the mom said, you know, the one... She was the one who put the idea in their head, like, oh, he's innocent. I don't care what anyone says about him. Right. So Damien's like, oh, this is the teacher that I saw Serena with, that everyone rumored that Serena was with him. So let's include Serena into the summary. She is luckily in therapy. Thank the Lord. She needs to be in therapy. She's talking about it. Thank you. Thank you. She's talking about things. We should just have her in therapy regardless if she's, you know, it just. Yeah. And she's talking about her past. Like all the things. A lot of things. Yeah. She's finally coming clean, getting it off her chest. And um, as she's talking, Damien, Blair and Dan are all trying to figure out Juliet's past. But we're recovering more of Serena's past. 
So Serena has all these flashbacks at her time at boarding school, which she was the infamous party girl. And it seems as though Damien was that goody two shoes tutor type to help Serena and obviously was in love with her. Obviously. As everyone else but was. But we also already knew that because of the past. But we kind of already knew that. So during her time at boarding school, she stopped partying so much and she began taking her school much more seriously. And that's because a teacher, Mr. Donovan, started showing her more respect and a positive influence on her and giving her positive attention, as she said. Yeah. Do you think she had a crush on him, which made her motivated to do better in Probably. school? Probably. Because she brings him that Most coffee. Likely. She noticed what coffee, how he took his coffee. She noticed all the little things. She loves his class. And so she yeah. decided, hey, these this coffee's for you. Can you help me on an assignment? I, I need to have clarification. And so he immediately jumps in and says, yes, probably for another motive. But he is a teacher. He loves to teach and was like, oh, this student's taking an interest in what I have to say. So it's like win-win. You get to stare at this beautiful 16-year-old, but also I'm her teacher, but also she's very persistent. Right. I just, but we see them meeting outside of school. That's not appropriate. Not appropriate. He definitely crossed the line in a way professionally, not physically, right? but professionally, he sure did. Yeah. So they spend a lot of time together. It's obviously turning into something, even though nobody's saying it, but you can just tell by Serena's googly eyes that she's so in love with him. And she admits to her, a therapist I was in love with him or as as in love as I thought I was then yeah I like that she did say that she recognized she recognized that it was like this puppy love for a teacher who you find to be attractive and intelligent and treats you with respect right other than your maybe your fellow classmates or maybe your parental figures whoever it was she didn't feel that and she needed it right um, also, the daddy issues things, you know. Right. Let's not forget that. <laughs> Let's not forget that. We're not going to gloss over that. No. So one night, they decide to go to a museum, and they get a flat tire. And they end up at this inn, you know, bed and breakfast type thing, where Damien happens to be eating with his aunt. And Damien sees the two of them soaking wet, coming in, possibly getting a bite to eat, and he believes that they're probably staying at this hotel. And I'm sure he was upset and jealous and didn't know what to do and just assumed that this was a hookup, like they were they were seeing each other outside of school. They weren't, however. But Serena does then suggest maybe we should get a hotel room. Why are they both out <sighs> together he, they're coming from the rain. They're laughing. He pushes his hair, to, her, her hair, hair to the side. Oh, not good. And not Damien good. sees that. Yeah. He, he sees the Do connection. you think he's the one who started the rumors back at school with the girls? Probably. He has to be. He's the only one. He was the witness. Right. He was the witness, but I'm sure it was very obvious and apparent that when Serena started caring more about school, it was like for an obvious reason. That's true, too. You know, but Damien definitely solidified the rumor. Yeah. It's just how they acted and you know she's like you know there's more here when she's talking to ben in the in the inn and he goes yes i do but i'm not going to act on it there's a difference between man and beast and she's like don't quote your poetry (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> like, let's go up to a hotel room. I'm sick of this. You know there's a connection. And he's like, I do. I care about you and our reputations more than doing this. And that was it. And that was it. And I respect that. However, he did cross the line by seeing her out of school. You shouldn't be in the same car as your teacher. I also you know think I mean? you shouldn't be having that conversation with a teacher. And like, sh- I definitely like you. I just can, can't do anything Right. Like, like the teacher should just not, we're not going to say anything. We have quite the teachers on this show. We do. We certainly do. So Serena admits then to her therapist that he was the only guy to ever say no to her. I was like, Okay, we're recognizing this. Like Also, to be Serena. But to be Serena, no guy says no to Serena Vanderwoodson. And I feel like that made her love him even more. Of like, course. Oh, you, can, you want what you can't have. And so she says after that day, they actually never spoke again because she felt awkward around him. And then she got transferred back to Constance and realizes now that Ben Donovan was a pretty great guy and treated her like a person. So... Now that it's mostly figured out, we have to go back to Juliet because she knows everyone's on to her. She's determined, what, no matter what, to take down Serena Vanderwoodson once and for all. I'm like, what is she going to do to her? You're like, is she going to claw her I'm eyes like, out? I'm like, is she going to scratch at her? I'm like, the only thing I can think of is like, are you going to have a gun? Like, what are you going to do? Right. So she calls Ben and she tells Ben, I'm going to see Serena because I am sick of this. I'm going to pay her a visit. And Ben's like, don't you touch her. Don't, you know, and they're panning him the last two episodes this week and last week's episode. I feel like they're making you, making Ben a likable character. Yes. They're trying to redeem him really quick. Yeah. Even though he was so evil. I mean, not as evil as Juliet. We see Juliet performing all the tasks that's as asked for asked of her and then then some. But they're panning him in like a better light. So he looks like a better guy. And he's saying, please don't hurt her. That's not the plan. Juliet hangs up and Nate happens to be at the prison visiting Howie. And Ben screams across the prison, Archibald, I'm Juliet's brother, Ben. Serena's in trouble. Make sure she's okay. And Nate's like, what, what? And of course, he can't get near him because of the guards. But Nate takes it into consideration. He calls Dan, says, have you heard from Serena? Dan admits she can't have her phone on because she's at Ostroff. And so Nate's like, okay, at least she's safe there. They all think she's safe. And they plan to meet up at the Vanderwoodsons. But Juliet gets in Serena's room anyway. How? I don't know. This She's so manipulative. Or like thing I thinking I thinking. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm thinking how Juliet's such a con artist. Yeah. But she pretty much checks out with everything. She was in Columbia. She did go I know. to school. People knew her for over a year there. I know. Blair her says minions. my minions knew her for over a year at Columbia. So it's like she was at Columbia. It just so happened that Serena then started going to Columbia. Is that it, is that what triggered this whole thing? It, she found out Serena's going to Columbia. She's like, "Hey Ben," remember? and she's like, "Oh shit, Serena Vanderwoodson's here. I can do something about this." It's very. I mean, they don't yeah. ever tell us. Yeah, you know. But yeah, so she gets in the room, and we were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, she, she turns around. And we're like, oh, she's "Sitting in the dark." And even Serena's like, "Oh shit, what are you doing in my room?" So we. Before we spill the beans on all that, we have a quick scene of Dan 
Blair and Damien in the car. And poor Damien has his headphones in. He's like, I don't want to fucking deal with these people. I can't deal with Pear right now. <laughs> Pear, it's just they're all too much. But this scene I felt was so good because Blair thinks she has the whole plan figured out. And then she tells Dan, oh, you're just like Ben. You're in denial about being just like Mr. Donovan. She makes some good points. And she says, you're a townie. Check. You're from Brooklyn. She says, check. And then giving up everything to become Serena Vander stalker. Check. Face it, Humphrey. You're one knitted tie away from Mr. Donovan territory. I'm like, I mean, he hears her out. He's like, I'm not like that. I didn't give up anything for Serena. She's like, oh, yeah, just your all of your time. Right. And he's like, huh? Like, you can tell he's putting that away. He's he's storing it. Yep. And it makes an impression. So back at Ostroff, Juliet explains why she's there, why she did everything. Serena says, I don't even know. I didn't know that Ben was your brother. And I had no idea I even caused any of this, as we all predicted. Right. There was no way Serena knew that she did this. No. And that it was a malicious thing. So we find out that Ben met with his lawyer and he was charged with statutory rape and transporting a minor across state lines. This is so messed up. It's awful. And the lawyer gives him an affidavit signed by Serena Vanderwoodson and then advises against going to trial because the prosecution has a witness, which we know is Damien. He continues that her family pressured the DA into offering a plea bargain because they didn't want any of this to get out. And it forced Ben to serve time, but luckily not register him as a sex offender. So if he wants to pursue a career after this, he has an opportunity to do so. And Ben's like, yes, but I'm going to be in prison for five years with saying for a a crime I didn't commit. Right. And everyone's, I mean, his family is devastated by this news. the fact that his mom and Juliet's sitting there in tears. And he's just like, this family has money and power. Yeah. So this checks out. But And Juliet's like, oh, we have nothing. We're, you know, we're not of the status. Right. Which probably made her vendetta even more. Of course. Yeah. Um, So Serena swears, I didn't sign this vendetta. And so she says, well, who did? And we pan right over to Lily. Mm. And so now all the pieces come together. All the pieces are making sense. So speaking of Lil, while visiting, Eric tells Serena that Lily and Chuck are meeting with a reporter from the New York Post for a Bass Industries profile. Okay. Serena hopes that her mom will be honest about where she is and what she's doing because she doesn't want her to, you know, worry about her reputation as much. But this is Lily and Eric promises, oh, I'll keep mom in the right direction. I'll keep her as honest as I possibly can. So while Chuck and Lily are done with their when, sorry, when Chuck and Lily are done with their meeting, they both agree it went very well. However, Chuck questions Lily's remarks about giving Bass Industries back to him and how she kind of tiptoed around the situation, even though he's the rightful heir to this company. And she's like, oh, yes, I know you want it back. It will be yours. Just have patience. In due time. In due time. And she's like, oh, now go off. I have the caterers coming here for their event. Which, honestly, did they even say what the event to was me, for? I felt it was a holiday party. It was just a holiday. Well, this is yeah, a holiday It was just episode. a holiday party. But they were, it was kind of like hosted by the Humphreys, but it was like also hosted by Chuck. By Bass Industries <laughs> almost, Maybe too? Bass Industries, yeah. it was yeah. Bass Industry party. 
So later on at the Vanderwoodsons, Lily and Chuck and Rufus, I guess, are hosting their party. And Chuck begins to toast Lily and Bass Industries. But Serena arrives with Juliet. Serena heads right up front in front of everyone and publicly humiliates Lily and calls her a selfish liar. And Lily's like, oh, like, it's, she was like not shocked by it, but also like, oh, kind of like keeping face. Oh, my daughter. You know, Serena. I wouldn't let her take the company plane to Belize. So. Yeah, exactly. So she's trying to uh, save face and keep up appearances. Keep up appearances. And I said, oh, this is so Marissa Cooper. It so is Marissa so Cooper. Marissa Cooper. <laughs> and also like Lily and Caleb would totally... Get it. Totally. Get it. And Rufy in this episode reminded me of Sandy when he had like nothing. He had no knowledge of anything going on with Kirsten. Yes. So a, a lot I, of parallels. I really try not to make a lot of parallels, but sometimes you just can't help it. Sometimes you can't help it. No, this is very Marissa Cooper. Yeah. So Lily tries tries to regain control of her guests. And like I said, she insinuates that Serena's just like her bratty daughter that didn't get what she wanted. So she made a big scene. And while this is happening, one of the Bass Industries employees is talking to Rufus. And he admits that Lily is, given, is trading, is selling Chuck, uh, Bass Industries. And Rufus is surprised. But then, of course, acts like he's not surprised. But he's like, uh, okay. So another thing she didn't tell me. Right. Or tell anyone. It's got to be really hard mar- being married, married to, to her. Lily. Yeah, it's got to be really, really There's hard. so many secrets that she keeps. She, I don't think she tells anyone anything, to be honest. I think she just like lives her life. I think her heart loves. I think she just can't. Like to her, it's I in the know. right place. Yeah. Like, she's doing it because. She, she thinks it's love she, and she, yeah. makes sense. Like, oh, I'm not going to, I won't bother them with that. I don't want to stress them out about this. It just, that's how she is and Mm. doesn't tell her partner anything. No. So the whole gang follows Serena into her bedroom and they want to know why Juliet's there. And so Serena explains, she says, I'm going to go talk to my mom, but she tells Juliet, I promised to get Ben out of prison and you're dismissed. Bye, Juliet. You can go now. And Blair and everyone was like, we don't let her leave. She drugged you. She's been after you for months. This is not right. And Juliet does eventually leave and everyone's mad. But Serena goes up to Lily and she confronts her about Ben. And she knows Lily signed the affidavit, affidavit Ill- illegally. You forged my signature. And so Lily confesses to it and she says that Serena wanted to come home and she wasn't going to stop that. And there was no decent school in the city that would accept her. So she went to Knightley and talked to the administration. And while she was there, she heard kids gossiping about Serena and Ben and used this to secure a transfer back to Constance. What? Why? But what? Out of all of the things, I don't understand. So this gave it... A permission so for I, her to go back to Constance? Right. Like they, she pretty much threatened Knightley, I guess, to, I don't know, I guess they're not forging grades or anything like that, but they're like giving the okay for her to transfer back. Maybe because they said none, none, no decent school in the city would take her, a private school, because of her grades, I'm assuming. So I'm well, assuming they kind of just like wrote her this like. Or her performance. Yeah. Like she's okay. Send her off. Even though she normally, I guess, wouldn't have 
been accepted anywhere. It's very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So she, uh, Lily didn't think that this rumor would get the authorities involved. However, it does. And she pretty much couldn't take it back, even though she definitely could have. You definitely could have. You could have said no. Or I had the wrong information. I was given wrong information. Right. But she never once talked to her daughter. So she had no idea if Ben actually had a relationship with Serena. So she just literally threw an innocent man to jail, not even caring or knowing, finding, figuring out what actually happened. All for Serena's benefit. All for Serena's benefit. All for you, honey. For your future. For your future. No, I did it for you. For your appearance is really what it is. Yeah. So Serena's so upset because, as we just said, Ben never touched her. And you literally wrongfully accused a man of going uh, of going to prison and all for me to get a good education. And at this moment, Chuck steps in and he says, well, sometimes every big choice, there is collateral damage. And like, he's so evil. He like, he gets it. He's like, because he's so fucking evil. Right. And so then Rufus butts in and he's like, yeah, you're also collateral damage. Hey, Lily, tell Chuck what your plans are. And she's like, if I was going to tell Chuck, I would have. If I had something to say. And Chuck, like whiplash like, of his head to Rufy, like, who are, who gave you permission to speak? Yeah. So Lily, uh, Rufus admits that she's selling Bass Industries and Chuck is fuming. And he says, you're not going to get away with this. And Lily says, oh, please, the board will never give it back to you. You were disappeared. You disappeared for three months. And so this is like pretty much everyone's last straw. So everyone gets up and leaves. They leave Lily to be by herself at the loft. Even Rufus, he goes upstairs. He can't even look at her at this point. Mm-mm. Yeah, so <laughs> before we sum up our last scenes, we have to throw the Archies in there. I know nobody wants to talk about I this. Know, but it's kind of the low point of the it episode. It is. No, it wasn't any of the good stuff. So we um, have a scene where Anne is talking to Nate and how she's been disinvited from all the holiday parties because of what's going on with Howie and his reputation. Didn't Even Lily. she get a letter from Lily? A handwritten letter from Lily. I was like, bitch but then she was at the party (laughs) yes because Anne is going through with the divorce right but if she wasn't going to i guess it was like she's married an ex she's married to an ex-con you can't come here you're not so ridiculous um so nate admits to her that as much as he thought his dad has changed he found out that he's leasing he wants to lease a house outside the city when he gets out and so Anne is upset that he's going to use her money but also use her address. And they are also not really surprised by this because it's definitely a thing Howie would do, but Nate decides, this is my mess. Let me go to the prison and talk to my dad and tell him that the divorce is going to be going through and confront him about the situation, which I'm like, this poor kid. I know. You don't have to do this. Um, So he goes to the prison and Nate tells Howie, like, the gig's up. I know what your plans are, but Howie explains that when they were first married, they vacationed at this house and Anne said it was her dream house and he just wanted to surprise her and he wanted to get away with her outside the city. Maybe they can rekindle their romance and their marriage. And so Nate's like, oh man, dad, I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you. And he's like, of course you didn't. And your mom didn't either. And that's okay. We should still go through with the divorce because our marriage was over basically years and years ago. Okay, Howie. Yeah. And he'll go to a halfway house when he gets out of jail. And so Nate is so upset by this because he doesn't know what to do. And how he's like, oh, just stay and watch the game with me. So Nate decides to stay. And that's when he ends up seeing Ben at the prison. Right. 
So later on, Nate tries to tell Anne about the house and how Howie was getting it for them. And she doesn't even care. She's like, I'm going to stop you right there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. And she cares more about her social life and her appearance than staying married to Howie. Hey, it's her dude. It just, it's her job. At this point, the two of them are mutually deciding to they're, end it. They're done. Yeah, they're yeah. done. And so um, we wrap with Nate telling Howie that he doesn't have to go to a halfway house. That he can live with him at the Empire. I'm like, oh, And he was buying so him new clothes. This it makes a joke so how orange isn't in fashion anymore. Right? So cute. Very cute. Yeah. So we have one week later, all of our final scenes happen a week from all of this. And apparently it's Christmas now. Yes. And our non-judgmental breakfast club, plus Dan, because he's not included, are all eating together. They all made this dinner and they discuss their holiday plan break, uh, holiday break plans. Chuck decides he's going to New Zealand because he's going to try to make his way over to Jack so he can get him to help get Bass Industries back. To his rightful owner. This should be good. Yeah. Uh, Serena. Serena's going back to Columbia. She, she got sure back is because she spoke to the dean. She spoke to the dean. This poor dean's probably like, God. I mean, it's yeah, only I thought, I thought I was rid of this girl. Four months and the dean has, has had to meet with Serena all of these times. You're right. Yeah. So she's going back to Columbia and she decides she's going to go on a road trip to find the judge who ruled on her case with Ben and that he lives somewhere upstate. She's going to go on a road trip and maybe Dan should come with her. It's just a great moment for Patch <sighs> to jump along. It could be so much fun. And we could listen to the radio. And we could have some R&R. And yeah, just relax. and get snacks. And he's like, how long Like, is this trip going to be? And so she says, I have to be back before school starts. And so he tells her pretty much, like, you need to do this on your own. Like, as much as I want to come with you, you need to do this trip by yourself. And Serena's like, oh, I've been trying so hard to change. Like every time she says this, I just get so confused. I'm like, but where's where's the change, Serena? You keep saying, I'm really going to change. What are you trying to change? You're not changing anything about yourself. Hey, I like that you've been going to therapy, but it was also against your will. So. Right. So she says this and then they kiss. And then they kiss. And then they kiss. They not a kiss on the cheek. No kiss on the lips. Like on when you come back, let's let's rekindle. We'll see. We'll, or we'll just see exactly. Like it's so up in the air, and it's been for weeks apparently because or days, I guess I should say because it's been since she's at Ofstroff, which is a, like a seventy-two yeah. hours at this. Well, who knows? A few days, if that. So, I mean, it didn't seem like at all they were getting in this relationship at least this episode that he was out on a road trip trying to help her out for her benefit without her even knowing but then like barely even connecting i mean obviously a lot had happened right but But, like they did it wasn't like oh dan but the thing is because the last thing she keeps saying is that i knew one thing i came for this one person i just we have to say this before we go into what we're going to talk about we do okay and then Padge says no, and he believes in her. She will grow because she says that no one believes me. And he's like, I believe you'll get there. You will grow. You will get there. And here's a kiss. But here's a kiss. Here's. Okay. <laughs> here's the kiss. Here, yes. I. It, it's kind of just like. 
Well, I'm holding on to it. Okay. You'll, yeah. No, you should hold on to it because we don't. You just don't kiss your friend, you do, or your brother, or your brother. <laughs> I mean, you can. You probably shouldn't. You certainly can, but it's mostly frowned upon. Mostly, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So Serena is going to head out for her road trip. Everyone's gone except Dan and Blair. They're left to clean up dinner and they realize they're going to be the only ones left in the city. Not even Nate is going to be there. He's with his grandpa. As we said, Chuck is with, uh, Chuck is at New Zealand. Serena's on her road trip. Eric's in wherever with Elliot. Everyone's gone. You know what? Why couldn't Blair go with Serena? Blair Why couldn't we have a best friend trip? She needs to check her friend, you know? But you ask Padge and Blair's like, oh, Padge, why wouldn't you go? And it's like, well, why couldn't the girls go on a best friend road trip? Right. Yeah, they should have done that. But they don't because they both have tickets to the Nanette at Film Forum. <laughs> you know what? I am shipping these two as friends. Hell yeah. But also, there is like a side of me that needs some fanfic where these two date. And Mal said it in our Discord. There's a thumber energy going on there. Oh shit! Well, they're both firecrackers I know. in a way where yes, they can they bounce off each other, mm-hmm. and you can see it. You can see a Seth in a summer if it were Definitely. to go there. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it either at all. I mean, it's so convoluted, and it really could not work. I mean, the logistics of it it's r- r- all messed up, but. I, don't I wouldn't it. be surprised. I wouldn't hate it though. I, but if we're gonna do friendship, I'm really big. Yeah, this at friendship. least friendship. I'm totally for it because they're very similar, intellectually at least, very similar. Yeah. Um, and th- their interests are similar, even though I mean, Blair doesn't love to read, but also or write, opposites but, attract, and also opposites attract. So they don't have any plans on hanging out. And no. if they both see each other at the film forum, don't sit next to me. Right. But. They are going to be alone in the city. And then our very last scene gave me chills. I'm coming home is playing. I'm home. I don't know the words. We don't know the I'm words except home. for that one part. I'm coming home. And Serena goes and visits Ben at the prison. And the moment where he sees her, he's like, Serena. And she's like, I don't know what to say. Like, pretty much like, I'm so sorry. This is chills. why I had chills. Chills. But also why I was like very much circling back to Padge and her kissing because all I could think about was Serena's not going to turn this into a relationship it's with Serena. Ben. With it's Ben. It's Serena. Serena. Like you literally, I mean, I'm assuming. I'm right. assuming, but right. also I know my girl. So we know her so well at this and point. This, she was in love with this guy. And now it's like, I know you're, you know, you're innocent. No, I'm so innocent. to me. And now he knows she didn't do anything or at least she's gonna know find out everybody's He's a little bit finish. older now we're legal now did you watch ahead i did only watch next week's episode. oh okay 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 just to get my three gossip words sure and yeah so this is the mid-season finale when we come back it's uh like six weeks later okay I'll make i mean my- not in the show but yes I will make my predictions at the second yes. half of the show. Okay, definitely. But that, those were my first gut reactions. Like, here we go. We just said goodbye to Padge. We, we just, just kissed Padge again. We just kissed him And we're again. walking into Ben. Walking into Ben. It's typical Serena. All right. That is the summary. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Anna from Pop Prism Power Podcast is going to be joining us. Super excited for that.
What's up, guys? I'm Elora. And I'm Anna. And we are the ladies of the Pop Prism Power Podcast, where we talk about everything pop culture under the sun, like books, anime, movies, and video games, and so so much much more. more. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, or any other podcast directory out there in the galaxy. And if you want to find us on social media, you could find us at Pop Prism Power on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you'd like it to be a little more private, wink wink, you can shoot us an email at popprismpower at gmail.com. Or you could visit our website at www.popprismpower.com. We look forward to hanging out with you guys. And listen in every week for a new episode of our podcast. All right, welcome back from break. We are here with Anna from Pop Prism Power Podcast. Welcome, Anna. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We're super excited to discuss The Townie, which is the mid-season finale. This episode was crazy. So good. I understand why you picked it, but if you have any (laughs) other reasoning for why you chose the episode, I'd love to know. Um, You know, I I honestly... I think I love this entire season. So I, I this is one of my favorite seasons out of the whole uh, out of the whole show. So I think this is kind of where everything fun just starts happening. You know, like it's all coming together. The plots are coming out. The truth finally is coming out. Finally. So, um, I just love all this drama. <laughs> yeah, it's so juicy. And yeah. as a as a viewer, I'm the first time watching it. So I've never mm-hmm. seen Gossip Girl before. And I have to say, this is definitely my favorite season so far. Yeah. And this episode, we've been waiting for it. Liz has been teasing it. I just love this whole Juliet-Serena story arc. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I it's agree. I agree. It's one of the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by how much I'm enjoying this. And so you would say this is probably one of your favorite seasons? Yes. Do you have like a ranking? You don't have to. How many times have you seen Gossip Girl overall, do you think? So I watched it when it was first coming out. So, oh God, how long ago that was 2008? I'm not going to age myself, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And then obviously when it came back on streaming, I, uh, I had to jump back in and I watch it again. So I've watched it twice altogether. But I, I, now that I'm rewatching it again, I'm like, I think I need to go back and just start taking notes and having Easter eggs, catching them if I can. Yes. But I'm more, I'm, I mean, I still love the drama. Some of it, I'm like, okay, that couldn't have happened. Let's of people course. come on. Like, let's think about it. But overall, I mean, uh, it's definitely one of those where I can, I could rewatch it and still be into it 100%. Nice. It's not one of those that's in the background. Be like, no, wait, I have to stop everything I'm doing because it's about to get juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The enthusiasm is great. Yeah. Do you have a favorite character or has your opinion have you, has your opinions changed with age so that's what we talk about all the time on when the first time I watched this show how much 
I loved Chuck and Blair. And now mm. it's super toxic and hard for me to watch and believe that I ever even loved Chuck Bass. I'm so confused by my past self. Um, so that definitely has changed for me. Do you have a character or do you have maybe some storylines and things that changed your, your opinions changed? Oh man, Chuck and Blair. I, <laughs> I was so happy back then. And now I'm like, why did I think this was healthy? Okay, good. I, I I'm did glad not we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why? Like, I, I mean, at some point I was like, okay, kind of, no, it was never cute. It, it was just wrong. And I just kept getting wrong and more wrong and I'm like all right well it is what it is um I think I was really all about Serena back in the day and now I'm like 50 mm, 50 on her I'm like okay you get handed everything yeah nothing bad happens to you and if it does you get bailed out so then I'm like eh. I- I'm kind of iffy about her now um but Blair just I didn't know I was going to become Blair in my later life. <laughs> oh, that's exciting to hear. Yeah, like I, 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 I thought. So when I read the book, I was so anti-Blair. I did not like her one bit. And then when when the show was coming out, I'm like, oh, well, I don't care about Blair. Who cares? But rewatching it again as I'm older, I felt that um, I always mess up her name, but. Leighton Meister or Leighton Meester. Yeah. Leighton yeah. Meester. <laughs> I think she did an ex- a phenomenal job. Yeah. Like she's she great. nailed it. So I just became a full on Blair fanatic and uh, Chuck and Blair just, I don't even want to think about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love Blair's energy, her, her power. She's a powerhouse. So. We've had pretty much most of our guests that have been on have said that Blair is definitely their favorite character. Uh, We had a few Serena's, but I'm definitely with you on the Serena aspect now with the 50-50. I don't know if I'm more Blair or Serena. It's hard for me to watch Serena in my later life because I just feel like she's like, (laughs) golden retriever. I'm like, come on, Serena, get it together. Come on, girl. Yeah, like if you had this person in your life, you would just be like, are you serious? Just yeah. come on. You you can you have to stand up on your own two feet and not just rely on the on your good luck. So yes, exactly. um, it's exhausting. I feel in person and uh as I watch Gossip Girl, it gets a little exhausting now. Definitely. <laughs> just for Serena. <laughs> yeah. Serena's pretty exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get into some questions from our listeners. We'll start out with Audrey Anne Marie. She asks were you expecting the Ben storyline to pan out this way? I guess I'll throw that at you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yes and no. So definitely thought that Ben was the teacher. I thought that he was wrongfully accused. However, I did not see Damien coming in here. Yeah. I did not see Damien yeah. coming in and he was the one who sold Juliet the drugs and I felt that that was like a really good creative way on the writers to bring him back into this world. I thought yeah. that was really, really good. Yeah, same. I was even like, oh crap, yeah, Damien. What a good throwback. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah. That w- that felt really organic, bringing yes. Damien back in. It wasn't forced. So it's just like, okay, that makes sense. They explained it very well. <laughs> they make se- it makes sense. And Damien we haven't seen since season three. With Jenny. With the whole Jenny stuff. So the fact that they decided, let's bring this actor back in. We did 
give the storyline of him going to boarding school with Serena. So this would all make sense. And he's still dealing and drugs. And he's still dealing drugs with these college kids. And that's how he makes his money. And I love his the, the connection between him and Eric. And Eric's like, yeah. I can't believe I even have to see you again the after shade. what happened with Jenny. Right. Um, yeah. So definitely didn't expect all of that. But I'm, I'm happy with the way this storyline progressed. I really thought it was probably the most enjoyable storyline on Gossip Girl so far where we've been at. So yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, Mike asks, is Juliet redeemed? Do we feel as though all the things that Juliet has done now knowing why she did the things the why why she did the things that she did, do we feel she's redeemed? Anna, what do you think? <laughs> I no. Um you know, I I while I understand like yes, what happened to Ben was really messed up, I think it just crossed too many lines for realistically someone being redeemed uh it could have been and this is the thing i think i have a problem with like these teen shows now it's like could if you could have used your words you wouldn't have had to get so drastic you know just communicate and it's just it's one of those frustrating things where um it yes at one point she could have been redeemable but by the end of where we're at this episode no i don't think right (laughs) yeah i feel like after she was going to get back together with nate and she told him the truth like i'm poor and i'm putting that in quotations because i mean she's not poor by any means but right um you know i felt like maybe there was a chance there but then after she drugged serena and kept her in a motel room where she thought she overdosed like that's where i draw the line yeah and especially (laughs) you're doing this the whole time because your brother was driving this and she just got so it was his plan his plan but she like took it way too far to the point where he was like what are you doing you can't do that don't do the drugs don't do that part she took it too far right the fact that her her messed up brother has to be her moral compass in this is not good not good so you know she went off the rails so no i don't feel as though she was redeemed but you do understand her motive and you understand ben's motive too right so um, angry too (laughs) yeah exactly so uh mike wants to know if you were one of the main characters would you forgive juliet I get. I mean, Serena's just like, yeah, fine. I think. Well, they're they're saying, you know, what she did was not forgivable, but also I need to move on and I need to help Ben now. Like, I need to make what I what my mom did. I have to fix this. Right. If I was one of the main characters, I feel like uh, if it like okay, let's say your friend was affected by it. Do you forgive that person because your friend's okay with it? Right, you know, right. Serena dismissed, and it's like, well, not the problem anymore. So I guess as, as an outsider, it's no longer your mission to take this person down. Does it? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying. Like, if I was Blair and Serena, my best friend, is like, no, you're dismissed, Juliet. We're fine. I don't know if I would be okay with it, but then I guess like my friend is telling me I have to be okay with it, so I guess I have to be okay with it. <laughs> You know? Yeah. What do you think, Anna? Would you forgive? <laughs> oh, man. Speaking so, from... Oh, sorry. You go. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, no. yeah. 
Uh, I feel putting myself in those shoes, like from personal experience, I'm not a very forgiving person. So I wouldn't. I'd be like, well, you may think it's fine, but I don't think it's fine. And I'm going to hold on to this, uh, you know, ship for however long. And, you know, it's not like I'm going to stew on it, but I'm just like, well, I just don't think that person is forgivable. So Right. You don't it, forget it. Yeah, and, so, and it's not a, I want to forgive you, I want to forget you. It's I want to <laughs> remember this and always keep an eye on you. So yeah. I think it, it, if I were to put myself maybe in the, if I was a main character, I think I would sort of maybe, I wouldn't forgive, I would just deal with it, but I would also always keep an eye out. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's be like just keeping one eye on you the whole time because even though you have been forgiven by my friend i still don't trust you so right and i don't 50 50 i don't see how any of them could trust her you know nate she says oh i promise i won't do anything to serena ever again it's like okay those are just words you're not proving anything you've you've proved time and time again that you're willing to do whatever it takes to take serena down so there's no way I'm going to believe you. So I'll just keep my my eye out and try and go on with my life. But you never forgot yeah. that no. this person crossed <laughs> you or crossed your friend. You know, no, you just remain cautious. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Mike also wants to know, what do we think a Sag road trip would be? So I don't know if you're aware. We call Dan Padge. Because yes. okay, you do okay, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That's that was all Michelle. I love it. Me. Can't, can't get his name right and still can't. Still can't get his name Padge right. Bentley. Yes. So Mike wants to know what we think a sad road trip would consist of. Oh my gosh, it'd be like a lot of like 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 poking and like, ha, 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 and like just immature, learning, immature, mm-hmm. and then some. You know, indie I'm sh- music and road yeah. snacks. What do you think their snacks are? Oh, that's a hard do you, question. Do you guys have a actually? Do you have a road trip snack? Like my husband's road trip snack is combos. Every time we go on a road trip, he gets combos. What's a combo? <gasps> like, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably regional. They're definitely regional. No, I feel like I've gotten them. In really? They're filled with cheese. It's like a, either a pretzel or like a baked cracker that are circular. And they're filled with cheese generally or like pizza flavored or. I will send you a picture. Uh, yes. Yeah. They'll sound really good. They're good. Yeah, <laughs> they're good. <laughs> my if I ro- have those, those will be my snack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As a kid, my road trip snack was really random, but we would make uh, my mom get us those, the licorice that was like the roll, the rolled. Yeah. And I would, this is disgusting, but I would literally tie it on the coat hanger part and like eat it as we were driving that's, or sour candy really weird i know or sunflower seeds and i would eat the whole bag myself until my tongue was raw because i sucked you know the salt off of it and stuff yeah those were my road trip uh selections as a kid so do you have any road trip snacks <laughs> oh my god now that i'm thinking about it what um what is my road oh um peanut m&ms 
Oh, yeah. I just love to munch on those. I could probably eat like the whole huge bag by myself. That's so delicious. (laughs) That's That's a good one. And it's like they're little enough where you can eat a bunch and you don't feel that guilty. Right. And it's sweet and salty. And it's sweet and salty with the peanut. Yeah. Oh, that's a good choice. Okay. All right. So back to the Sag (laughs) road trip. We're painting this picture here. Yeah. What do you think? How, what's happening? I Definitely indie music, but then Serena would be obnoxious and be like, put on. I don't even know what she would want to put on. I don't know. What's Serena's favorite musician? I don't know. I don't know. Also, like, what I can picture what Dan would like to listen to. Yeah. He's probably like listening to what Seth Cohen is listening to. Oh, you know? <laughs> I know. I'm like, Steve, I love Seth, Seth Adam, right? Death yeah. Cab. Death Cab, Modest for Mouse. sure. Mm hmm. Oh man, I, that's a hard question. I, that is I really like hard. It, I feel like it'd just be all this, uh, just indie music and um, just random philosophy questions. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, and this yes. would give them ample opportunity to talk about oh. feelings and maybe the whole Nate triangle situation, like were you really choosing me this whole time? Oh and I'm sure that will come up a bunch or maybe they'll just like not want to talk about their feelings because Serena's very good at avoiding things and they won't talk about feelings and they'll just like stop and like at a gas station have sex or something. And then like oh. they'll, you know, and then by the time they come back, they probably won't even be together. True. <laughs> you know, that's just my prediction. That's, that's how episodes pan out anyways. Yeah. Right, that's, we just wrote an episode. We just wrote an episode yeah, of yeah. what the I assumed episode. would happen. The last yeah. episode, right? Uh, but Mike, I would love some fan fiction of what you think a Sag road trip would be like because he is totally Team Sag, loves them for life, for life. Um, he also wants to know: Do we believe Lily thought the rumors of Ben and Serena were true, or did she just use them as leverage? This is really hard because I was thinking about this while watching and while we were discussing. So, Anna, what do you think? (laughs) I think Lily doesn't have a very good opinion of her own daughter. So I think she knows her, but she clearly doesn't. She doesn't. She just thinks like the worst. So I'm going to go with she probably believed them and she just used it to, you know, her to her advantage and was like, all right, well, thanks, Serena. You just gave me the perfect ammo. <laughs> right. Like, thanks. Thanks to my daughter making a stupid decision. I'm yeah. using this to better her education, getting her back into Constance. Yeah. Which is like we were so confused by this plot of how she used that to get the nightly school to get her back into Constance. It's like the, something doesn't make any sense there. That was forced. Yes, yes, very for they forced that plot, drove it home to make sense. Didn't really make sense. And you know what? Hey. Even if she, t- if Lily talked to Serena, and I'm sure Lily wouldn't even believe Serena, right? She would have just been like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about," or something must have happened, or I'm just going to use this anyway. Right. Time and time again, we have seen her, and especially with the Juliet situation, how Juliet was getting paid off by Lily, and she says, "Well, you didn't even ask me if this was." you know true or false you just started to pay her against you know not against my behind my back pretty much right. and not even asking me if this happened yeah. or even what happened she just claimed that she had an affair with a, a uh, professor or teacher and that was it and that was enough for lily so 
yeah, Lily. Uh, we were doing so well with Lily. I know. And now it's kind of like, oh, she's going backwards. <laughs> it's so sad. It, it is sad. It is sad. She was starting to become one of my really, like my favorite character. And then she yeah. made the switch around. Um, Will asks, what's up with Dan and Blair? Okay. Ooh, this so is the tea. I'm into this. I <laughs> said this in the first half, but. I absolutely love their friendship. I am shipping it hard and shipped them pair. Pair. Yeah, pair. Blair. <laughs> but pair. also would not hate it if they got together. Wouldn't hate it. I know it's not going to happen. And I know the chair people are screaming like, never, <laughs> never, never, never. And the sad people are like, definitely not. But like, yeah. just give it a thought. Just give Sit it a on try. It for a sec. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay. It would be refreshing. It would be refreshing for sure. Yeah. Exactly. But I get it. Also, send me some fanfics because would <laughs> love it. Yeah. Yeah. Pair, pair fanfic. Yeah. Uh, Lisa wants to know, how do you think Chuck will get Bass Industries back? Will Jack actually help him? Jack. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Going back to him. I haven't seen Jack since I finished Dexter. So this is oh. going to be fun for me to see him again. <laughs> He's uh, such an ass. He's such he an is. ass. He's he awful. He's very good at being a villain. He's so. great at a... Yeah, he's such a good actor, that guy. Yeah, like, I can never see him as a good guy. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're here. You're the bad guy. What's going to happen? Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, I I feel that there's going to be a whole help, but for a trade-off. Oh, an, an ulterior motive, an ulterior because that's motive. Jack. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tish wants to know, Anna, are you planning on watching the Gossip Girl reboot? <laughs> I have very mixed feelings about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I do this all the time. Where I'm like, I'm so against it. And then I'll see posts about it. I'm like, fine. But I'm yeah. going to hate watch it the whole time. Yes. And then I end up liking it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I probably will be watching it and I won't be happy about it when I actually end up maybe liking it. But mm-hmm. who knows? It's all up in the air, but yes, I will be watching it. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. She wants to know, do you think that it will have the same cultural significance as it does for, you know, our generation of Gossip Girl watchers? I mean, the the audience is probably the same, though. You know, it's people who are our age that watch the show when it was on air and have binged it that would want to see a reboot. And then it's all those younger people who have just streamed it and now want to watch the reboots. I feel like the audience is pretty much the same in my opinion. I could be wrong. I don't know who they're targeting at this point, but I think they're going to get a lot of, a lot of feedback, like a lot of people watching. You know, that's a, it's a really good point because um, who is their audience? Because I mean, on one hand, I am excited that it, it's going to be like the new generation. So maybe I'll understand what these kids are talking about with all this TikTok and stuff. Yeah, right. Oh my God. I, I need to get up the time, up with the times. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it, it has a very big possibility of making an impact. But I'll be honest, I, I don't trust. I don't trust reboots. I, I don't trust uh, a lot of these shows anymore because I've just been disappointed so many times. So I, 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 I'll be very skeptical about it. I'll keep my expectations very, very low. Yeah, uh, but agreed. Maybe, 
I'm I'm excited to maybe learn some of this new lingo, new kid stuff. So yeah, there's they have so many ways now of like ruining each other's lives with all the technology. Oh my god, you know it's really it could be really dark. Yeah, so I'm actually a little afraid of what we might see in this, but I'm curious nonetheless. I will definitely dabble and watch the first episode and see the feel and what's it what's it going to be like. I feel like we have to we do have a bonus to do episode. It. We of have it. to do we it. We have to cover it. Yeah, definitely. Some sort of it. It's a, it's must. a must. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, Tish also wants to know, you mentioned in the past that Chuck and Blair were your couple, but are they still your couple? Do you have maybe a different ship without giving too much away? <laughs> uh, oh, um, I don't think I have any new ships. Okay, the so it's sh- just all, Chuck and Blair. All mm. the ships sunk and <laughs> Yes. All the ships sunk. We, I sh- love we should get a shirt that I... says Gossip Girl, all oh, the ships sunk. I <laughs> love that so much. And I feel like that speaks to my heart. I feel like this is gonna be the clip for this week's this episode, has to right? Be yeah. That's so good, Anna. I love it so much. All the ships sunk. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we I mean, I feel like we're I'm a broken record, but Michelle and I were really into Nate and Vanessa. That was like the only couple we felt were like semi healthy on this whole show. And that didn't really last very long. Um, all right. So we'll, we'll keep you, the ships have sunk and that's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, Lisa, I'm sorry. Tish also wants to know, will Chuck ever forgive Lily? That's his mommy. Oh boy. Or mommy figure. I, I think so. I do. I, I, I don't think that, yeah, this is really, like, Lily really was not great in this episode. Is not painting her in a good light at all. I mean, not let's just all. cross everybody off. Let's piss everybody off at the same time. <laughs> I think he will, though. I think in time, because Chuck has no other family. He, Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Which, again, is really sad. Um, so but, sad. Um, Lily has the talent of pissing everyone off. Like like you said, in the same time. So, uh, but yeah, Chuck would probably forgive her. He, yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where because he doesn't have much, he's going to forgive like the people who he does have because he doesn't want to lose them. Yeah. So, oh, it makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I also think, which we talked about in the first half, Chuck is a business person. Chuck manipulates. And he said every everyone could be collateral damage. Like he's yeah, he's yeah. that at this point. So what's this so different? I mean, yes, it's your mom-esque figure and how disappointing that she disappointed you, but But he also understands. But he her. understands it too. So, yeah. 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 He, he will forgive. Yeah. Um Vic asks Anna, what do you think of Jenny and Vanessa since the whole fandom seems to dislike both <laughs> Ugh, i don't like them i don't like them sorry i just i can't they, they are not nope just i'm just gonna leave it like that it's a big nope <laughs> she reminds me of nicole nicole's just like nope, nope we're good nope nope, nope. nope. <laughs> that answers that <laughs> yeah good all right answer. that answers answer. that vic wants to know is juliet on the island do you have a prediction <gasps> i think she is would you like me to confirm 
Yes. She's not. Yay! <laughs> she does make another appearance. Okay, cool. I don't remember exactly how many, but she's not gone for good. Okay, awesome. Um, and she also says, do you think Chuck will find Jack? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I would, I'm hoping because he brought it up this episode that we will see Jack. Okay. Or he'll talk to Jack or some somehow. Kind of, somehow yeah. get to Jack. Yeah. That is all of our questions. It was such a good episode, and I'm so glad you came on for it. Yes, me yeah. too. Yeah, this <laughs> has been you. great. So, so thankful. Um, where can everyone find you? Maybe give us a tad of a summary about what your podcast, um, Pop Prison Power, is. So our podcast is basically two best friends who talk about everything pop culture. Uh, we focus on anime, superhero movies, books, uh, sometimes music, uh, sometimes video games. So we just basically it's a conversation between two friends of things that are going on in the pop culture world and, you know, stuff we've watched, things that we really enjoy and think other people will enjoy. Um, you can find us on social media at pop. Prism Power, all one word. Uh, and we're on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you catch your podcasts, we're on there. Hopefully, if not, let us know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. This sounds like such a fun podcast. Yeah. Definitely check it out, guys. Yeah. We, we right. need to start recording a little bit more. We, we took a little bit of break with the pandemic. Of course. And all that. But we're, we're starting to ramp up. But it's just me and my friend. We just talk 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 <laughs> so cute i love it yeah besties great. that's great well thank you so much for joining us all of your links will be in the description of the episode so definitely check out pop prison power podcast <laughs> anna was so sweet anna. so much fun talking with her yeah. with this episode she was great she was a great so guest. nice to meet her i you know, I used to be so fearful of Zoom. Yeah. I because I didn't know really how to work it. <laughs> which whatever. But uh, it works out so well. I just like seeing people's faces Me is too. what I've realized. Yeah. And it makes it so much easier to interview and have a conversation with someone when you can see them. I know. What what a weird thing. Who right? Who knew? Who knew? Who yeah, knew? I know it's sweet and make sure you check out uh, her friend, her and her friends' podcast. It's in the all the description. Pop Prism Power. Yes, all the peas. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. And tell them uh, we sent you. Yeah. All right. Let's go into some trivia. This episode got an eight point two on IMDb. It's a good rating. It's a good rating, based off the movie The Town, in which Blake Lively starred in. Oh, never saw that movie. Same. A picture of Lily that's behind Chuck during the family fight is of Lily on her wedding day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it's funny because another bu bullet point of trivia then later said, it looks like it's from the same day because her hair is almost identical and she's wearing a red dress. But in her wedding photos, it was like a pink dress. Mm. It's like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thanks mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. The address 252 Cornus Avenue given by Gossip Girl to Blair and Dan doesn't exist in Cornwall. The real name of the road is Dibble Hill Road. And the exact location on the road shown on the map is really in a forest. <laughs> oh okay well thank you for being so specific yeah we were wondering <laughs> the townie was watched by 2.6 million viewers and it was the most watched episode of season four 
I believe it. Yeah. TV Fanatic praised the episode, stating that Gossip Girl has aired terrific mid-season finales in the past, and the townie was no exception. Judy Berman of the Los Angeles Times commended the episode, stating this week's Gossip Girl was easily the best of the season. Berman complimented Serena's consistency in her own self-doubt while mentioning her tryst with Nate during the first season, citing it was kind of pathetic that Serena had so little confidence in her ability to change. But is it, it is exact, but it isn't exactly out of her character. Right. I mean, I feel so, like this was pretty fitting. Pretty fitting. That's Serena. Yeah. She always, she doesn't have confidence in her ability to change, so therefore she tries doesn't try to change. Or she thinks she's trying. Or she thinks she's trying and she's not she's not really doing it. Right. Uh, Berman also lauded the show's return to creative form, stating, Whenever I start to think the show has run out of material, it unleashes a show-stopping hour of sparkly melodrama that reminds me of why I'm still watching. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that laugh. Did you? Like, he was in butthead. Uh, we had some music by Matt and Kim, Mount Desolation, Nelly, Soldier Boy, Twilight Sleeps, The Rosebuds, and Diddy. I guess he was Diddy at this time. Oh, okay. Good to know. <laughs> I'll always just think of him as Puff Daddy. I know. Which, you know that's it. That's, that's his not name. Not anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, fashion? Didn't have headbands. I did not have headbands. I like Blair's coat. Loved that coat. And then when she took off the coat, she had that like paisley black and white blouse with the skirt and the tights. Loved the whole thing. It was great. Uh, I, I liked Padge's buffalo plaid. Yes, me too. And I also liked his pea coat. Yeah. It's really cu- a good look. It was it's a, a really good, good look. look. I usually don't like pea coats on guys. Mm-hmm. No, this one was really, really nice. He looked nice. Nate's button down. His plaid shirt is classic. He always follows through with the button down. Um, and I also liked in the flashback at school, Serena had like the high-waisted gray shorts and she had the ripped like holy tights. I'm like, that's a classic Serena at Constance. So yeah, I, I liked her boarding school outfit. It was plaid with like a loose tie. Yeah, and I mean, the that's jacket. Serena in a nutshell is the loose tie. I just like that look. I do like that. And she looks so good in that look. Yeah. You know, Blake Lively. Yeah. Um, what about some quotes? Uh, <laughs> uh, you up for a road trip? Let me consult the GPS. Oh, wait, that's me. I banished her. <laughs> I had that too. I love that. Um, my face actually hurts from smiling so much. Damien's in the school of life. She's a townie. When was the last time you wrote anything? Mom's classic scent brings back fond memories of childhood. Food is more delicious when cooked yourself. Do you want to be committed? Goodbye, friends. Dan. <laughs> I'll give you I'll it. give you that, Chuck. I'll I will give you give that, you Chuck. That. Oh my God. Everyone in the chat loved that. I I cracked up. I didn't even catch that the first time I watched it and then I was like, ha, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I must have been writing my notes. Um MVP and shittiest. Are you ready yes, for this? I have. <laughs> are you ready for this? <laughs> How many times are we going to do that? <laughs> did we do this already? No, we never oh, do we that. we never did that? No. Okay, cool. Dance break. Anyway, there we go. Yes, I have my MVP. Okay, me too. Okay. Ready? Okay. Yep. Three, Three two, two, one, Blair. Blair. <laughs> pear, pear, I picked Blair by herself just for giving Dan that like advice that Serena walks all over him and maybe you should step it up. But also she was there for the journey of finding out 
uh, why Juliet was after Serena. Um, but Pear was also chosen by Mike, Jess, and Jillian. They all loved the pairing of Pear. I love, love, love them, as I've said in the first half and the second half, and now this half. <laughs> Pear is great. I love that they worked with each other. I love that they put their differences together, but they have the love for Serena. Yeah. Ring justice. Definitely. Partridge we- in a hair Pear tree. Pear tree, yes. We also had a few uh, votes for Serena for standing up to Lily. We had Will, Lisa, Audrey, Emery, Tish, Vic, and Rihanna. They all picked Serena. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And then Mal picked Nate because of the way he helped Howie yeah. out in the end. Yeah, he was a good boy. Um, Shittiest. Yep. Three, yeah. two, two, one, Lily. Lily. It was shittiest all around. Will, Lisa, Audrey, Emery, Mike, Mal, Jess, Jillian, Tish, Vic, Rihanna all sent Lily. I mean, there's no way you can get around that. She is on everybody's shit list in this episode. Yeah. They're all, (laughs) they all walked out one by one. Next, next, like just, and Lily's just left. And like, is she that upset? Well, I think if Rufus won't speak with her, Serena and her are always like kind of right. She's kind of like used to that. But Eric's pissed. Eric's pissed. Uh, Chuck is pissed. Her other baby Chuck is pissed. So I don't know. Where do we go from here, Lil? Right. You got a and lot she's with of- Cece now because it's the holidays. It's the holidays. She's in Montecito with Cece. And apparently Rufus is going to drive up alone to go and see them too. So maybe they're either going to make up or break up. We don't know. Hmm. It's not going to be good. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Time for Betty of the Week. Betty of the Week. You were total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. You're a total Betty. Okay, this week, my Betty of the week is Angelina the Angel. Angelina! The little baby girl. She's uh, so sweet. She love loves her. Gossip Girl. Yeah, she does. She loves analyzing all of Gossip Girl. Each week, without failure, we get her messages in the Discord chat. Our patrons love this shit. She has. She's like Gossip Girl. She's Gossip Girl herself. She's so intellectual and so intelligent in the way she writes all of her paragraphs. I love reading them. And she's really stressed right now because she's trying to write and she can't. And she's writing a novel, y'all. What? Angelina. She is my idol. And she sent season one, two, and three bloopers Bloopers. in the Discord. So thank you so much. I really enjoyed that. Yes. Thank you so much, Angelina. She's got great commentary. If you guys are interested, you should join our Patreon network. Just for that. Just for Angelina. Just to hear her thoughts. dot Come <laughs> join the fun. Come join our Discord. It's a giant, the, the best group chat you didn't even know you needed in your life. It is going 24-7. It's so fun. It's so much fun. But yeah. we love you, Angelina. Keep your head up, girl. You're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Okay. As I said, this was a mid-season finale. So next week's episode wasn't aired until a, like almost over a month later. Okay. The title for next week, episode 12. We are now more than halfway done with season four. Wow. Title is, The Kids Are Not All Right. My three gossip words. Hold on. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three gossip words. Internship. Blackmail. Sale. Oh. Wait, sail as in there's a sail or I'm sailing away. Um, no. S-A-L-E. 
or I could have let you believe that there was you another another boat thing situation. Internship. Blackmail. Blackmail. Sale. Sale. What? <laughs> These are not helpful. <laughs> and I'm like, they're pretty good. <laughs> Internship. Okay. It's it's an, it's time for the internship. Uh-huh. Or or ships. Right. Okay. So this is my first thought and we'll just go with that is I feel that Bass Industries is going to get an intern. Okay. <laughs> List is like, really? That's where she's going. <laughs> that was my first first thought. And so the way you acted, I think I should take that back. That's okay. No. Uh the reason I thought that was because we're touching upon Bass Industries and somehow the internship is going to work its way and get behind the scenes information of what's happening. Kind of like a spy to get the blackmail. Okay, to take okay. Down Lily. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And this is how Chuck is going to facilitate this. Mm-hmm. The sale is there a giant sale happening that Blair needs to go shop and Serena need to shop? A sale. A sale. There it is. They're selling Bass Industries, so here's the sale. There you go. There we go. <laughs> oh, boy. But I liked where you were going with the shoe sale, maybe. It or... was so superficial of you <laughs> to do that. Well, I mean... Look at the world we're there, in. Yeah. Yeah, so somehow there's going to be a transfer of sale, a transfer, a ticket, and blackmail. We just need to get, I think, blackmail on Lily, not only from Chuck, but then somehow Serena's going to get in here mm. to do with Ben. It's a good one. It's a good prediction. Yeah. All right. So internship, bass industries, sale, bass industries, blackmail, Lily. Yes. Solid. Yes. Pretty good. Yes. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. good. All right. I have a Will Street oh, this week. Yay. Can't wait to Always hear it. follows through. Gossip Girl characters as pizza toppings <gasps> submitted by our patron Lisa. Awesome. Blair. Pepperoni. The main player. Chuck. Mild sausage. <laughs> sausage. <laughs> I don't know why that made me. Because uh, it's Giggle. fantastic. It's perfect. Serena. Roasted red peppers. Mm-hmm. 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 Dan. Pineapple. Does Dan go with Serena? Just like pineapple goes on pizza. I it's controversial. love pineapple pizza. I don't love it, but I will eat it when I'm drunk. <laughs> okay. No, I will eat That's it. That's the only time I will choose to eat it. I will never like go to a place and get it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've actually never had it. I've only had it at parties because Dan gets it at Domino's. Yeah, because Dan gets it from Domino's. That's the only time I ever eat it is when it's 2 and o'clock in the morning. We want have had it sober. Exactly. See? It's the but, only pizza we eat when we're drunk. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But like. I see Sandy, Randy would like seek out like a specialty slice. Like that won't be his first choice. But if he sees like specialty pizzas, like barbecue, ranch, chicken, whatever, like not my thing. He'll go like, oh, pineapple on pizza. Totally. And I'm like, well, no, not for me. I love banana peppers on pizza. I like that too. I like the spice and the salty and the sweet and the, you know, but not. But not pineapple. I don't know what it is. If you about go to it. an actual pizzeria and order pineapple pizza, do they have it? They do, I think. But, but they I don't ham on it and go full Hawaiian. Uh, yeah, which I know I'm not into that. Gross. No, I'm you not don't into need that. No ham on the pizza. No, I like a good pepperoni. I know 
you don't eat pepperoni. And I I love a good good vegan, a good mushroom. I know you're not into mushrooms either, but I love me some like garlicky mushroom on pizza. I'm very particular. Clearly. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of pizza, we're talking about pizza. Uh, Nate, he's a hot sausage. Enough said. Perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> Hot sausage, yes. Mild sausage, yes. 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 Vanessa, mushrooms. I take offense to that, but I understand why you did yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jenny, feta. Cheese on cheese. So extra. So but good. Feta on pizza? I don't think I've ever had that. Me I've either, and I would like to have Greek it. Greek salad pizza. Yeah, which is so... I love a good salad Me slice. Too. <sighs> feta on actual pizza, though. It would just be like an extra salty bit, which I'm into. I love the salty and like bit. And a little olive on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little oregano. Oh. Delish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Eric, spinach. Healthy and underrated. Yes. A white slice. Oh, we're just going to get into pizza. We, white slice I, with ricotta and spinach. But sometimes too heavy. I cannot. So you can only have like one. Yeah. You, if that half, maybe. Half, yeah. It's so rich, generally. Rufus, garlic. Yeah, sometimes again, Aunt will get garlic from Domino's garlic pizza when we're drunk. That's I'll eat that too, <laughs> guys. It's been a long time since I've been drunk. It's not like I get drunk every day. <laughs> no, no, no. This is like New Year's Eve, circa 2010. I'm like eating this pizza <laughs> or Halloween this past or Halloween year. this past year. Yeah. Um, Lily, sun dried tomato always classes up pizza. Oh my God, I love sun dried tomatoes. Always. And I feel it's very rare that you see them in dishes and yeah. on pizza. I have to be in the mood for it. Sometimes they're Too like salty? hard. No, sometimes they have a hard texture. They need to be like soaked. Yeah. You know, for them to be soft. When I when they're soaked and soft, I really enjoy them. <laughs> soaked and soft. <laughs> I mean, these descriptions, adjectives. Um, and he put Bart in there, shrimp pizza. That's disgusting. <laughs> You but, all know how I feel about but shrimp. But I can get behind a baked clam, the pizza, the clams casino pizza with like the lemon and the garlic and breadcrumb. I know Michelle's making a face. However, have you guys ever had this? It's delicious. Um, that's I feel the like pizzas. you just smell like the sea. It's it's good. Okay. It's good. Thank just you. trust me on it. Well. <laughs> Thank you, Quill. Um, our emoji we already said. Yeah. Okay. So as I was listening to our episode (laughs) last week, as I'm editing it, and we're just like, send us this emoji. And I'm like, do our listeners even understand what we mean by that? Because we explained it in After Dark. So if you're new. True. That's true. What we meant was, we want to know you're listening. We want to hear from you. Have you got this far? Hello. Yes. Hi. (laughs) Out there screaming into the abyss. We see the numbers. We see you. We know you're listening. And a fun way to hear from you. If you don't want to write to us, just send us the emoji of the week. And the emoji of the week for this week's episode is a pair. Yes. You can tweet us at 3 Gossip Girls Pod, Instagram message, DM. You can comment in, in the episode for the week. You can Patreon. Email. You can email. Whatever you prefer. Just a pair. We're into just it. Just drop a pair. Just a pair emoji. And we'll know you're there. Oh, bitch. I love a rhyme. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use that in the episode. Just drop a pair. And we'll know you're there. there. (laughs) I am like really shipping pairs so hard. I I hope I dream of them tonight. Oh my God. (laughs) I hope you don't dream of Gossip Girl. No, just pair. Just pair. Because you're there. Because they're there in the dreams. Yeah. Um, Maybe you guys, if you feel like sending us a pair, that would be great. If If you feel like maybe going on Apple Podcast and writing us, 
a review, maybe rating us five stars. That would be super, super awesome because then we get to read it live on the podcast, just like Michelle's going to read our new review for this week. Thank you so much. I believe it's from Will. It is from Will. <laughs> what can I say? It's a chef's I'm kiss. assuming kiss. It just says dot, dot, dot. Why do they cut off the title like that? We can never see what the rest of it says. If we looked at this in Chartable, we could see it. But oh, you're Apple right. We Podcast, could see it. We can. Come but, on, Apple Podcast. We better. But Will, <laughs> in uh, parentheses, Royal. Royal Will. Writes, listen, Michelle, bring the heat to the steamiest, most dramatic, and most head-scratching teen drama of the 2000s. Every week, they share their thoughts, insights, as two native knickerbockers, and laughs while recapping and analyzing Gossip Girl. Although they may take Sag too lightly, they share all of our appreciation for Blair, Dorota, Cyrus, Maureen, the Queen, and Bagels. Long live Three Gossip Girls, long live Total Betty Media, long live Aaron Rose, and long live Miss Carr. Yes. Will... Will, Thank you. You get a gold star, Will. That so I much. mean, your pizza toppings were already amazing, and then we get the review on top of that. So we s- so appreciate it. I mean, you have no idea. We loved reading this. But we seriously, hope. the reviews really help us because then our show grows. Yes. It shows up on the charts. Yeah. And when we move up on the charts, then we get seen more, and then we all grow together as a community. Share it with a friend. Write a review. Please, 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 please. We don't want to beg, but also we do. We do. I mean, we have no shame at this point. We don't. No shame. I mean, we've been podcasting for a long time. We know it works. And writing those reviews and leaving us a rating really helps out in a way you have no idea. Yeah. So thank you. Consider it, please. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's what we have. That's all we have left to talk about, except for After Dark. Yes. Uh, before we get on that roller coaster, though, I <gasps> want to wish a very happy birthday to our patron, Jess. Jess, we love you so we much. We love you. Happy birthday. Uh, your Her birthday is on April 16th. So we hope you have an amazing day. Yeah. And hopefully have a good weekend because our yes. birthday's on a Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. Birthday weekend. Celebrate, girl. XOXO. Let's Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time? Right, it's time. We're heading to... <laughs> you know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. After Dark. <laughs> oh my God. You hate it? No, I love it, actually. Okay. No, I love it. It's almost... As exciting as when you got to say roll call. Oh, man. <laughs> I I really enjoyed those roll calls. I think the best Make part it. of roll calls was shocking you and Ingrid every week. Oh, my week. God. And we laughed. Like, we would have tears in our eyes. <laughs> We'd know. be laughing so much. I mean, we're every week we're like, what's she going to do? What's she going to do? <laughs> uh, guys, send us your, your videos on a roller coaster. Tish sent us. Tish. That was amazing. She's just riding it. And I think she was wearing... And I don't mean to spy on what she was wearing, but I think she was wearing our River Pod shirt. Oh, I think Tish. If I'm assuming, then I just made an S, right? <laughs> but I think I I was looking through our old uh, T-shirt designs, and I just saw that recently. And I looked at her shirt, and you know, in the video, and I was like, oh my gosh, it looks so familiar. But yes, yeah, she sent us a video of her riding the roller coaster, and and she like gave this cute, adorable speech about how she loves being a patron, which is like we didn't even need you to say that, no, but you did. And it's but amazing. You did. We just want to see you ride the roller coaster. Yeah, and she was so graceful and 
gorgeous. Like, yeah. I, you know, when I ride it, well, my hands are everywhere. <laughs> You'll see on our live show for the finale. Yes. Oh, my God. I am excited. <laughs> Strap in, guys. All right. We're in After Dark. Here we are. So much to say, yet nothing at all, because Agreed. it is so Let's... confusing. Agreed. Dan asking for help from Gossip Girl. He knew, though. He's like, no, let's just go to Gossip Girl. And Blair's like, what? Why would you think this would work? Why would she help us? I'm Gossip Girl because bitch. I'm Gossip Girl, bitch. And I have a thing for you and Serena. I like to follow you on. Right. Like, it, it, it's crazy. So do you think he then went on <laughs> and sent himself the address? He had to have, but would Blair not realize what he's doing? Like, well, he is was, he like on his phone? Like, no, he was on the laptop. She wasn't like oh, looking at it. She was just like, get it done. And he's like doing it. And then he's like, oh, we just got an email. And it's like, right. find the bitch. But like, wouldn't he be suspicious that Blair would like see something? Well, not suspicious, but like worried that she would see something unless they put it out on Gossip Girl and waited for like, someone to oh, send something in like about they knew they knew something and so but but then he would have had to check it you know i just find it that when they were in the i guess it was on his laptop i don't know if it was his laptop okay. because blair had her laptop on her bed and he was like oh gossip girl let's use her okay so she already had gossip girl open she did I thought that was his laptop, but that makes sense. It would be hers. Yeah. So I think that he, that's a good explanation. He put it out like we need. And maybe someone, who, whoever it may be, followed through like, oh, yeah, I know where Juliet lives or I know. But then it was so st- weird because they sent them, well, he or someone sent them to a party where Damien was at. And use Damien as a clue. So did he know Damien was going to be there? It's like, does he know that Damien... He knew Damien and Serena went to boarding school together. But does he know so far as to go that Ben was at the boarding school? Like, he would have no idea. Or does he? You know, it makes no sense. And so Jess said, out of all the times Dan could be Basab World, this is definitely not the day. And I'm like, Yeah. Wow. And then Angelina says he was mad about the picture and had a personal vendetta, I guess, because the picture got leaked last week of Serena with the Coke and he was mad about that. And now has this vendetta against Juliet. And I I don't know how he figured out how to do any of this. I don't know. Hmm. Then Tish says she thinks the writers knew it was going to be Padge and this is a good example of it. Because he knew that it would pay off to use Gossip Girl as a source. The fake photo reference about Gossip Girl last week being mad about it seemed to confirm it more for her, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, you pissed off Gossip Girl. She's definitely going to help you now. Right, right, right. But it just still, it's like, it doesn't it doesn't follow through with the laptop asking her situation. If it was like... I don't I don't know. I don't know. How how does this make sense? I don't know. Like he emailed himself or he emailed Blair. But like how did he do it without Blair not knowing because she was in the room unless like we don't see it and she gets up to go to the bathroom and comes right. back and then I the email he gets just through. I just had 
the laptop not facing her and he was just doing his digging. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, look what we got. Look what we got. Yeah, that's yeah. just it. Mm-hmm. But how did he know about the address? Yeah, that I don't know. Well, how did he know about the address? How did he, did he, did he know that Ben. that was ben, a random party address. What, and how, how would he know that Damien was going to be there and Damien was going to be the one? I don't know. That makes, right. it just makes no sense. That makes no sense. I hope we find out what this, how this happened. <laughs> but I don't think we will. <laughs> no, because I think this is probably just a little detail that they're not going to fill us in on. Which is so frustrating. That is frustrating. Damn. Ah. Like, how How? did it happen? How (laughs) How did it happen? Unless they, no. I was like, they tracked her, but she wasn't at that party. No, she wasn't there. She wasn't going there. She was never going there. It just was the town that she lives in. Right. So it was like, look for clues. And he was the clue. Well, yeah. Well, Blair said that. Blair said we need to look for the clue, and Damien happened to be there, but I don't... This address has nothing to do with Juliet. Mm. Unless Juliet was going to it, but she was driving... I think she was driving home to go shopping with her mom, is what she said. We'll run the errands. Like yeah. She was right outside the house of the party, but she, was she right outside. could have just been passing down the street. Right. I'm, it's, I'm assuming it's like a very small town where, yeah. you know, you your neighbor is like... Right. Close and, you know, you... Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, some things don't make sense. Yeah. This is... The, the sending the email to Blair... Could have worked. Definitely could work. His He could have had the laptop, you know, facing him. She didn't see it. Oh, we got this email. Um, but the knowing where Juliet was. And Damien. And Damien. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Because Unless, it all worked out. It fell in their ha- in their lap that Damien went to this boarding school, was the one, the informant, that told them that Serena was having the affair with this teacher. Well, unless if we're going back to the whole forum situation, if now we have lists, we have people who are part of Gossip Girl forum from all over. Yeah. But then who cares about like try everything in Connecticut? Maybe someone's like, oh, there's a party Unless happening. someone at Columbia, because I, I always reference that Columbia seems oh, to be true. the only school that cares about Gossip Girl, really. True. Um, since Blair and oh, Serena are now going sense. there. So maybe someone at Columbia went to Nightly with them and... But again, how Led they them know in the, the right address. direction, right? But then it was like a party happening, so maybe someone got any off. of those people could be from Nightly, right? That there was a party happening. Try this, and maybe they didn't ask around, right? They didn't even think Damien would be there. It was just like get to this party and ask around because we right. know where she lives. So in this maybe town. someone tipped off Gossip Girl. This party has a lot of history, right? People who could give you information, right? And so Dan put it out there, and we should go. I think that's what happened. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Because it is, it's very specific. It's too specific for him to know everything. Right. Unless he does know everything, which is like so fucked up that you would Ew. keep all of this Listen, to that's yourself. that's really creepy. That's, we're going really deep there. Yeah. And messed up. But yeah. uh, next week, next week, it will be come back. Things have kind of changed a little bit because now I think this storyline is on the the verge of changing because now Serena has wants to get Ben out of prison. So that's what her mission is. But 
And and Jillian, not Jillian, Angelina said the second half of the season. She great. loves the second half well, of this. Great, because this the first half was fantastic. Really good. Yeah. Um, if it tops this, then I'd be so incredibly. Then there's fortunate. Yeah. Then it'd be awesome. Award. Yeah. It's a fine award. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Then I could honestly say that I think season four so far has been my favorite. It's yeah. been definitely the most entertaining. Yes. People are growing for the most part. People are regressing. You know, that's what's going to happen. But I have thoroughly enjoyed watching this season, even though there's so many frustrating parts. But it's it's Gossip Girl. Of course, there's going to be frustrating parts because it's a soap opera. But all right. Until next week for episode 12. My God, the kids are not all right. They're not all right. They're not all right. And they're not going to (laughs) be. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at Three Gossip Girls Pod or at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.